Hey, beautiful. Welcome to the Pineapple Principle Podcast. I'm Sherry Steele, your host, and I'm excited you're joining us. I want to help mentor you to be all Christ has created you to be. Standing firm, suited up in your armor, owning your identity in Christ, or as I say, owning your crown and loving like Jesus. If what you hear encourages, uplifts, and makes you want to dig deeper into your relationship with Jesus, make sure to subscribe wherever you listen and follow us for more encouragement on Instagram at Pineapple Principle. Now for today's show. Hello, Pineapple Principle community. Welcome to episode 64. I am so grateful you're here and honored that you allow me to help you dig deeper in your relationship with Jesus. You know, today is an exciting but a little bit of a sad day because today ends season four. And it has been a an amazing season. It has had seven redemptive stories, how God turned their ashes into beauty, how Jesus helped them take control of their story and write the next chapter. You know, we talked about some great books and one of them was the amazing new devotional out by Haley Crabtree and we're going to be giving a copy away on Instagram this week. So make sure you're following Pineapple Principle. And you know, Ellie and I had some great conversations about season, seasonal life change, life changes, how the seasons of our life change and being single. And then of course, we had our many messages from Wa that I truly hope encouraged you. And you know, if you ask me to pick a favorite episode from this past season, I really don't think I can because they were all just so good. I'm like so proud of this season and where this podcast is going and how many new listeners we have had. And I am just super excited for the next season. So make sure you mark your calendar. We will be back with season five on September 13th. And if this is your first time listening to our podcast, welcome, welcome. And I just want to encourage you to go back and, you know, listen to some older episodes while you wait for the new season. Don't be sad. There's plenty you can go back. There's 63 episodes you could go back and pick pick from for the next couple months. Um, But if you are a loyal weekly listener, we love you and we thank you. And I'm going to encourage you to take this time your Pineapple Principle podcast time and spend some extra time digging in your Bible until September. Yeah, if you could see me, I just gave you a little wink. But anyways, today's episode, I am super, super excited to end the season with. I am talking with my dear friend, Zoe Nemhard. You know, she was the smart girl in high school, but it took her eight years, y'all, to finish college. And that was something she didn't expect. And today you're going to hear her talk about how she discovered her true identity in those eight years. And she drops some wisdom. I mean, some wisdom, y'all. She says so many good things. And we actually recorded this podcast back in May. And you're going to hear her talking a little bit about photography. And I'm proud to say a couple weeks ago, I saw her at church taking pictures for the creative team. And you all get it when you hear our conversation that that gift didn't stay in the corner. Mm. That could be a message, y'all. You may hear that in the fall about not leaving your gift in the corner. Mm. Anyways, if you can hit the pause button real quick, do it and grab something to take notes with because the girl, like I said, is sharing some wisdom. So y'all, here's my conversation with Zoe. 
I hope you love it as much as I did because it was amazing. Hey, Zoe, welcome to the Pineapple Principal Podcast. I am super excited that you are here with us today. I'm excited to be here. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? And I also want you to tell us something that you enjoy doing as a teenage girl and let us know if you still do that today. Okay. Well, as you said, I'm Zoe. Um, I am 26. I... Right now, I'm in a field I was trying to do before, but I'm changing careers. Um, I'll get into that a little bit further in the podcast. Uh, let's see. Something I liked to do when I was a teenager. So this is kind of weird, but I used to, when I got home from school, I would prop up my phone somewhere in my room and just like put the timer on and run and go take pictures. And I did that for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> selfie queen yeah I don't know I don't know why I I did that but I did and I did it almost every day after school for some reason I don't know I guess I'm just weird but. do you still like taking selfies um no actually I like to take pictures of other people mm. so I'm st- I like photography I think that's where it came from I okay. like photography um but I don't take pictures of myself I take pictures of other people and other things so I enjoy that so do you have like some really expensive camera gear or are you just using your phone? Like, have you gotten real serious about this hobby? So I started using my phone, but when I graduated, I got a fancy camera mm. and a tripod and the works. So I'm going to start taking pictures. And and my parents or my family has been making fun of me because I'll get the gift and then I won't use it. It'll sit in the corner and collect dust. Mm. But mm. I'm going to start use it. I'm definitely going to. Girl, I'm it. a little guilty of doing <laughs> the same thing, like yeah. impulse buying a minute. Yeah, girl, I get it. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I am right there with you. So yes. um, you, since I've known you or most, I guess when I met you, you were going to college. Mm-hmm. And that um, journey was a little difficult for you, and it lasted a little bit longer than you expected. And yeah. and I and I know that about you, but you, I feel like you've handled it with grace, and you have just pursued right on. You have just mm-hmm. kept right on pursuing in that, and you didn't give up. And even though it was didn't go the way you thought it would. Mm-hmm. And I know we have a lot of listeners that are getting ready to go into that season of college. Yeah. And so I kind of want you to share your story about like what your plans are when you went to college, what you thought was going to happen, and then what really happened. Okay. Well, so I would say since I was about 15 years old, that's when I first learned I wanted what I wanted to do. And I wanted to go into dental school. I wanted to be a dentist. That's all I ever aspired to be. I love going to the dentist. It just gave me like You are a weirdo. You liked going to the dentist. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And my grandma says the same thing. But yes, I really, really wanted to go to dental school. That was my whole dream. I started college um, and I majored in pup or... And biological sciences. Mm, okay. um, because that sounds I, hard. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Um, so I did that. Um, I finished my AA in that. Um, when I started working on my transfer credits, um, I just started doing terrible. I was not passing my classes. I wasn't even understanding the work. It wasn't even... Um, I just... I didn't get it. And 
it really took a toll on me um, because like growing up, like I was in all honors classes and I was told I was super intelligent. So I was like, I got this. Like, and I didn't have any problem doing these type of courses like in high school because I would take like honors courses, um, AP classes, you know, college credit courses. Yeah, you're the brain girl. Exactly. So when I got to college and I started flunking, I'm like, what is this? I don't understand what's going on. It was like, it kind of um, was like a shot to my pride. Mm. Um, and I kind of like, I guess I my identity was tied up in, I guess, like being known as the smart girl. Mm-hmm. Um, so it 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 was it was hard for me. Um, and it wasn't just that. It was like a lot of things in my life, it seemed like we're going, we're just crashing and burning. Um, not just with school, but even um, places in my job and in my like social life. Like I was losing friends. I wasn't doing well at work. I was a dental assistant because of course I wanted to use that as experience. Um, And that wasn't going well. Everything that I, everything around me was just like, I was just on a struggle bus really. Mm. Um, And it really just took, it took that because I feel like God had been trying to tell me to do something else. And I was not trying to hear him Mm. Um, because I feel like a lot of times in life when we are so focused on what we want to do, we don't even hear God. Mm -hmm. We don't we don't even try to tune into his voice. I mean, when he tries to talk to us, we bypass it. We just put on blinders like I'm I'm doing this. That's all I want to do. I don't want to talk to you about doing anything else. Um, So that's pretty much what I did. And it took everything around me having to like pretty much crash and burn for me to realize, okay, God, I'm okay. I get it. I understand now. I surrender. Clearly everything I want to do is not working out. What do you want from me? And it sucks that it it had to take all of that. Um, But I found myself in a place where I had no friends around me. I had gotten out of a relationship um, for like, I was in a relationship with him for like a year and some change Um, that ended. um, I, they cut my hours at work. I dropped, I was considered a dropout at one point because I took a semester off from school because I was like, clearly this is not what you want for me. So Mm -hmm. I just, I took a break from everything. I remember when you took the break. Yes. Or everything took a break for me rather. I don't know. (laughs) It was, it was a joint effort, I guess. Um, And I just spent that time just focusing on God. Like, okay, what do you want from me? What is my purpose? What direction do you want me to go in? And it, I don't even remember what exactly brought me to try applying again. Cause God knew that was a desire of my heart. I wanted to finish my degree no matter what, even if it wasn't in something I first wanted to do, I wanted to at least have that. Right. So, um, I sought, I sought God's face for that. And even in that moment, that time when I was seeking God's face, I learned that God doesn't want us to seek his hand. He doesn't want us to come to him just because we want things in return, because we want gifts or we want monetary things. He wants us to seek him for him. That's so good. Yes. And when I was doing that, I, I realized well, he didn't give me a clear blueprint of what he wanted me to do, right? So he he took me to different steps. Um, so he would tell me, okay, go look through the list of the majors. Just take a look through them, see what courses go along with them. Um, so I did that. And I just was like, 
thinking, okay, hmm, this one's nice. Okay, I read through the courses. Uh, I don't know if I want to do that. Um, I stumbled upon public relations. And that's within the advertising field. And mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about advertising. Um, I just remember thinking to myself, like, when I watch commercials, like, that's really cool to do. I wonder how they do that. But I would never think, like, hmm, maybe I could do that. That right. just didn't cross my mind. So... I looked at the courses. Um, they looked interesting. So I applied to UF um, as a transfer student and under the major of public relations, and I got accepted. And this this in itself was a, a pivotal moment for me because I remember thinking, like, UF is such this prestigious school. Yeah. Like, you have to be the best of the best to get in here. And, like, my grades were terrible because I was not doing well. Um, at the other one, it's, a, it's an amazement. Just understand, like, un- it's crazy just to think I got through my AA degree with that major, right. considering how I wasn't doing well in it. But I made it through, and my GPA wasn't great, but I finished. Um, so when I got accepted into UF, I was like, "This has to be God," because there's clearly <laughs> nothing I did. <laughs> I clearly didn't do anything to get here. So I started at UF. Um, and I fell in love with the courses. There were courses about like the advertising field, different departments within advertising. And I was just like intrigued with everything. I just, and I was making straight A's and I was like, okay, okay, I'm getting somewhere. Okay. I feel like this is where God wants me to be. So I kept pursuing it and, and getting that done. And I was not having to retake courses like I did, um, at the community college I started at. So it, everything was turning around. Um, and, uh, it was, it got a little shaky at one point again for me, um, because even after I graduated, which was, that was great for me, it was like probably the best day of my life. Cause I never thought it was going to happen at one point. Um, and I would say, uh, after I graduated, when I was applying to jobs, nothing was opening up for me. Now, mind you, my job that I was in as a dental assistant, I still didn't like that job. Granted, even that was a whole journey for me as well, just learning how to deal with different personalities mm-hmm. um, and just still being a light in what seemed like a dark place. <laughs> <laughs> the dentist office is a dark place. <laughs> yes. So um, even in that, I it was like a whole learning lesson that came along with that because I... I learned a lot about myself that I didn't even know was there and it had to be shown to me through other people. Um, And I guess you could say through my enemies, so to speak, because Mm. I was not getting along with anyone there. Um, And I remember, and God will use people to speak to us. Um, I remember my grandma telling me, mind you, my grandma's not saved. So I wasn't even expecting any type of like biblical advice coming from her. And I was she wondering was, if you were talking about another grandma because when you tell, like, I was like, oh, okay. Okay, I don't know what grandma said. She said, if you cannot change your circumstances, change your attitude. Mm, and yes. I was like, okay. I think in the moment I was like, okay, you don't know what you're talking about. But I took her advice and I started to come to work with a smile on my face and pretend just, I faked, I faked it till I made it, really. Good. Yeah. Um. And then at one point it turned, things turned around, like literally 
and to this day, I don't even realize how, like, I don't know how it happened. I just remember starting to treat people like I was their best friend. Like I've, we've been friends for years, knowing good and well, we probably had a blow up last week, but just ignoring that forgiving rather, Mm. um, just letting it go, not even letting that hinder a relationship to come between me and that person. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's, that's really, that's really where it turned for me. And I feel like even in that job there, it helped me figure out what was, I guess, some character flaws for me that I could probably even use for my next, my next job or next endeavor. Mm. So uh, everything, everything that college in that whole season of my life, everything I've been through with that definitely made me a better person. So, and I was funny because I, I, it was Shelly Giglio, I believe I saw mm-hmm. on social media this week, put something like, we need to give people the grace that God gives us. Mm. So basically you started giving that grace at work to those people mm-hmm. and it, it changed you. Mm-hmm. It changed you for the better. Absolutely. Because I'm thinking, okay, something else is going to give at work. But no, the the change happened within myself. Grandma was right. She was. <laughs> she really was. And I wasn't expecting that. But because she's usually the one of those people that's just like, uh, it's just only for temporary. Like you're going to go to another job in a couple of years. You're not going to remember anybody's name. Right. So just forget about it. Leave the job at the job and don't bring it home with you. But that doesn't work for me. Right. <laughs> I'm going to think about what happened and the interactions that took place at work. I'm going to take them with me and they're going to keep me up at night sometimes. Right. So maybe that works for her and some other people, but I knew I had to figure out what, what was going to work for me. So, and now in, in just a few weeks, you start an amazing job, right? Yes. In in your field. Yes. So it all worked out for the best. Yes. It was a long, hard eight years. Yes. But you did it. I did. <laughs> and you know, you were talking about being on the struggle bus and, but I will say this is one of the reasons I wanted you to come on and share is because even though you were on the struggle bus, Every time I was around you, I never felt like you were on the struggle bus. Mm -hmm. I felt like you were handling it with grace and dignity and like you, like you had it, you had it together. You were, you never came across as a hot mess. Oh, thank you. You never did. Like you always handled, like I I would have never, like that's why I wanted you on the podcast because I felt, you know, it took her eight years to get through school. Mm-hmm. But she handled it very well. She handled mm-hmm. it with grace and dignity. And, like, you never seemed like you were a hot mess. You always had that beautiful smile on your face. Uh, and I you. love your laugh. Like, you mm-hmm. you never, like, and maybe it's, like, I don't know. Maybe it's because we're not, like, I'm not your BFF. <laughs> but, like, you may have showed that to them or to your family. But to mm-hmm. me, every time I saw you at Anytime I saw you, you were you were not handling it like a hot mess. Oh my gosh, that means a lot to me because I felt like <laughs> I never yeah. felt like you were like Zoe needs to get her life together because she is on the struggle bus and she needs to get on the real bus. Yeah, <laughs> I never thought that about you. You like 
yeah. like I said, and that's one of the reasons I wanted you on the podcast to talk about it. So was there, like, I always like to ask, was there certain scriptures or maybe books that you read or anything that you, that you did to help you, like you said, you know, you spent time with God, you took that season off. Is like, is there anything in particular you studied or you did, or was it just a daily or was it just a daily thing of being in the Word and making sure you connected to God? Was there anything, like, in particular or special that you did or read or, you know? Um, I would definitely say it was that consistent being in God's presence. Um, because before, I I mean, I grew up in church. Um, I would always make this joke that whenever the doors were open, my mom was in there and mm-hmm. I was dragging behind her. Mm-hmm. My kids say the um, same thing. <laughs> yes. They were drugged to church. Mm-hmm. Yes. And... I, I mean, like, I just had this idea of God in my mind as, like, just being, like, this all-powerful being in the sky mm-hmm. um, that we would just pray to and ask for things, mm-hmm. you know, like, kind of like a vending machine kind of God. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in that in those, those hard times, it really makes you, when you stop and you just say, God, who are you? I want you to show yourself to me. Mm-hmm. And you start seeking him for who he is and not what he can do for you. That's in those moments, just when you build that relationship with him. And that's when just things just start to fall into place. Mm -hmm. Um, And it may seem like, I feel like when I say that, it seems super simple. Um, And it's not, it's easier said than done for sure. Exactly. Um, But just surrendering daily Mm -hmm. um, because I I and I feel like everyone can recognize there are things that we want that God may not necessarily right. want for us. Um, and you have to like daily, like crucify your flesh. Yes. Um, so they say, um, and just figure out, okay, God, what do you want from me today? He wants us, he wants us to love others. He wants us to care about others the way he cares about us Amen. and extend, like you said, that same grace to other people. That's yep. what he wants. Loving like us. Jesus as we pineapple principle. That's one of our things is yes. loving like Jesus. Yes, absolutely. And honestly, when you do that, things start to work together for your good. Um, and there is one scripture, Jeremiah 29, 11, It says, for I know the plans I have for you. Mm-hmm. Plans for, what is it? See, now I can't even remember. <laughs> uh, not to, to prosper you, not to, to harm, harm you. Yes, yeah. to give you a future and a hope. Yes. That's probably one of my favorite ones. It's on my bathroom mirror. Um, there's a couple of them up there. Um, right along with the Pio Declaration that Pastor yes. Tabitha has given us. Yes, I love the Pio um, Declaration. Yeah. Yes. So I try to profess that daily. Um, try to. It doesn't always happen because, you know, life and things, you get busy. Um, but in doing that, it has also showed me that it's important to, like, what your words are, like, how powerful they are. Mm-hmm. You need to declare things over yourself. Um, and not, like, in the New Age religions with, like, manifesting all of that right. coming up today. Um, but just speaking the word over your life. Yes. Because God watches over his word. And yes. whatever you say, what is it? You you have the power to break, to bind, and to loose. He was not joking. Preach, girl. He was not joking when he said that. Um, so that definitely, that definitely helped me for sure. Um, I wouldn't say it was like a particular scripture, even though I do love Jeremiah 29, 11. Mm-hmm. But it was just that regular seeking God because he will show you what needs to be done today. Yes. Um, he's not going to show you the big picture because probably if he did, if he showed us what our purpose were, mm-hmm. we would be terrified of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so he gives us things in steps. 
Um, and everything that we go through is for our benefit because we're supposed to learn something in it that's mm-hmm. going to help us in the next season. Yes. Is there any other tidbit you want to add in there? Anything else God laid on your heart to share today? I would say even though friends might be off doing X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. um, stay true to God. Um, stay focused on Him. Um, but it's going to be super hard, especially in your teenage years, because mm-hmm. there's just so many things going on, mm-hmm. um, especially with like puberty and hormones and yeah, yeah. that whole season. S- stick true to God. Yes. Stay true to Him without a doubt, because that needs to be the foundation for when you get older. Because unfortunately, life seems to get harder as we get older. It does. Um, so you need to build that foundation while you're young. Um, because I'm always thankful to mom, my mom, because even though I did think God was a big vending machine in the sky, so mm-hmm. to speak, um, I knew in my lowest moments who to go to. Mm. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So I always like to end with one fun question. Mm-hmm. So I was a big reader as a young girl, still a reader. And I had a few favorite books, like as I was coming into middle school, high school years. And they were the three books that I loved the most were Little Women, A Wrinkle in Time, and A Secret Garden. And I want you to pick one of those titles. And I'm going to ask you a question based off of one of those book titles. I'm going to go with A Wrinkle in Time. A Wrinkle in Time. A Wrinkle in Time. Did you Have you read it? Have you watched the movie? Mm-hmm. Girl. <laughs> there is actually a new version of the movie. But anyways, um, actually this young girl goes, she goes into another dimension to help find her father. Um, but if you, I always take it though, if you could go back in time to 13-year-old Zoe and give mm-hmm. her some advice, what advice would you give 13-year-old Zoe? I would say be open to what God is telling you. Mm. Don't be so closed off to advice so soon, Um, even with people, because even though you may not agree with what what they have said in the past, God can use them to speak to you. That was so good. That was good advice. Good for a 13-year-old Zoe. Thank you so much, dear, for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. We hope today's show encouraged you and gave you a few aha moments. Most importantly, have you digging deeper into your relationship with Jesus. Make sure to check out the show notes for any scriptures or books we mentioned. If you love the podcast, please share it with a friend or on Instagram and even tag us. We would love for you to leave a rating where you listen to podcasts. It helps others to find us. We would also love to know who our listeners are, and you can do that by finding us on Instagram or our website, pineappleprinciple.org. Until next time, keep your armor on, own your crown, and love like Jesus.